You can listen to their version, or you can listen to my version of the truth. Good morning, good morning. You are tuned in to my version of the truth. This is your boy Jonathan Fourway Kelly, and it's time to wake the fuck up and talk about it. It's time to wake up and talk about it. So, it's time to talk about these motherfucking grown-ass adults that's still living with their goddamn parents. This shit crazy, man. I moved out to Cleveland when I was, what, 17, some shit, went and got my own. People don't do that today. I see motherfuckers with 25 kids just living in their fucking, like, five generations of families living in under one house. Should be crazy, man. I don't know what's going on. Well, I know I grew up like that as well, so I knew I ain't want that shit. I needed some space. It was motherfucking, what, 12 of us in a three-bedroom house. It was one no spot nowhere, so I knew I ain't want that shit when I was growing up. I needed to stretch my motherfucking leg. So, if you motherfucking tired of motherfucking... Hearing motherfuckers, uh, hearing loud noises waking you up, that's your alarm clock in the morning, do something about it. If you motherfucking tired of people stealing your food out the refrigerator when you know you was going to come back and eat it, do something about it. What I mean by do something about it, get your ass a job and get your own motherfucking spot. Don't be sitting on your ass thinking you running some shit in your mama house. You feel me? That don't make no sense, man. It's four-way Kelly. Get up. Wake the fuck up and talk about it. It's time for your health and fitness tips of the day. You can listen to their version. Or you can listen to my version of the truth. It's time for health and fitness tips of the day. Good morning. Good morning, my podcast listeners. This is Jonathan Kelly. And you are listening to my version of the truth. I'm giving you, you guys, this health and fitness tip of the day this morning. So stay tuned and listen. This is for all my Thanksgiving eaters and the cooks and everybody who's been working out to keep themselves fitting in shape. But know that turkey and ham is going to be calling their name. So listen up for your health and fitness tip of the day. To beat the holiday weight. Game blues. Know thyself. Are you ready for the holiday season? Are you perfect? Are you prepared for those eating challenges it brings with it? While some of us may seek out the fun and festivities, others may feel obligated to attend parties where sinful feasts and sweets tempt us to overeat. Consequently, many of us will deal with the dreaded holiday weight gains. Studies show that on average. People gain 5 to 10 unwanted pounds during this time of year. And those who are dieting, 95% of those individuals will gain their weight back. Why is weight gain so prevalent this time of year? The, the key to beating these scary statistics is to know thyself. What this means is understanding what type of eater you are. Are you the all or nothing type of eater? Or are you the more sensible Sam or Susie eater personality? If you fall under the all or none category, the following is recommended. One of the most common mistakes 
the all or nothing individual make during the holidays is that they deprive themselves. They starve themselves and skip meals so they can indulge on a big holiday feast later. This is typically unhealthy dieters' mindset and will lead to failure. This type of unhealthy thinking will also cause us to miss out on, on enjoying a variety of delicious food. Many people skip breakfast or not eat all day in attempt to save the calo- uh, calo- uh, calorie points for later. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This logic is backwards. The all-or-nothing mindset backfires for two main reasons. It promotes undesirable, unstable blood sugars, and undereating slows the metabolism. It may sound counter counterintuitive, but do not deprive yourself during the holidays. Psychologically, we all need to treat or reward ourselves on occasions, and these moderate rewards can encourage the willpower to stay healthy on a cor- on a course. Number two, add variety for the sensible Sam and Susie type of eaters. We all know this type, the sensible eater type personality. Typical, these type of eaters will eat only healthy food. They may be gung-ho about salads or devoted vegans. Or perhaps you might fall under this category yourself. If you are someone you know does, it's likely that you're depriving your body of a complete profile of nutrients. Studies show, for example, that most vegans lack the proper building blocks required to build a healthy body. Did you know that incorporating a variety of foods can broaden an array of nutrients available to your body? This season, try to let go of flinky food preferences and you may discover enjoyment of new and delicious healthier food options try a variety of colors textures and flavors variety can increase optimization and nutrients nutrient uptake fill the body with energy and improve overall health furthermore furthermore guess what happens when the body is getting all the nutrients it needs it's less likely to undergo cravings Regardless of what your fitness goals are or what your body type is, you'll be wise to expand your food preference. The holiday season is a perfect opportunity to try new foods, perhaps foods that you think you like. Pro tip, try a new veggie dish, such as a caramelized Brussels sprout or an omega-3 rich protein source, such as salmon. Offer to bring a colorful and festive organic salad or bring a healthy gluten-free berry dessert to your festivities. On your plate, create a simple platter. Consistency of a variety of real food options. Be sure to limit processed stuff as much as you can. All right. This has been your health and fitness tip of the day. This is 4-Way Kelly, and welcome to my version of the truth. Yep. You can listen to their version, or you can listen to my version of the truth. Okay, okay, let's get some motherfucking new music going on. 
Go ahead, check this out, man. I'm going to try to bring it back in the day. Take it back to the day, man, when y'all was a kid. Go ahead, check this shit out, man. Get up with me. Yesterday. Yesterday. Happy Monday. I was with yesterday. Remember yesterday, how it used to be, but that was yesterday, how it used to be. Past tense don't exist, just a memory. Yesterday came back just to visit me. Yesterday I was with yesterday. Yesterday I got drunk with yesterday. Yesterday I smoked the blunt with yesterday. Yesterday I was with yesterday. Remember Freaky Friday, a hide and seek. Catch your girl, freaky girl, we used to play that every week. What about you're it, or dunking on the crate, flipping on the dirty mattress that somebody threw away. Nintendo 64, 007, the Smash Brothers, fishing at the park, hoping to God we catch some summertime tournament. Sherman Park on the courts, all the moles outside, all love and support. Flaming hots with the pickle juice, icy in the cup. Went to school if we didn't, the moles would fuck us up. Pass notes in the class, do you like me? Yes or no? I got a girlfriend now, I just can't let my mama know. Trying to get a dollar so I can go to the liquor store I just want a bag of chips, some juice and some tussy roll About to get my ass whooped, I done lost my damn keys Tears running down my face, my mama just gave me these How much you got? What you got? Let's get a bag of weed Can't roll up shit till you pick out all of the seeds Roll bikes before cars, my homie on the handlebar T-shirts, extra large in the crib before dark Remember yesterday, how it used to be But that was yesterday, how it used to be Past tense don't exist, just a memory Yesterday came back just to visit me Yesterday I was with yesterday Yesterday I got drunk with yesterday Yesterday I smoked the blunt with yesterday Yesterday I was with yesterday Yesterday, how it used to be, but that was yesterday, how it used to be. Past tense don't exist, just a memory. Yesterday came back just to visit me. Yesterday, I was with yesterday. Yesterday, I got drunk with yesterday. Yesterday, I smoked the blunt with yesterday. Yesterday, I was with yesterday. You can listen to their version, or you can listen to my version of the truth. Relationship troubles? Call the love doctor. Yo, yo, this the love doctor. What's going on? Let's see who out here. All right, all right. This is the love 
nothing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good? Hey, man. I got a serious ass problem. Okay. Not like that. I just blew a shit motherfucker. You told him no. Hey, man. That's what the love doctor here for. I cannot help my nigga. Check this out. Okay. Holler at me. I hear you. Nah, she got a daughter. Yo, sister. Step sister, nigga. Oh, shit, my bad. Nah, we didn't grow up together. But but that's still your sister. She lived with her pops. She only came during the summer. Okay, so what's up? Well, she came back bad or something? Bad. Okay. Bad. He's talking about your sister, G. But anyway, she came back straight on some hot shit. Man, I don't think. What, do you fuck your sister? Hell no, nigga. Oh, man, I was about to say. That shit. Come on, man, you out of fucking order. Hey, man, but I ain't fuck, man. G-ball, G-ball, that don't matter, man. Damn, what should I do? G, first off, you need to find G. Hey, man, I got it. You can listen to their version, or you can listen to my version of the truth. Yo, thank you guys for tuning in to my version of the truth. Um, any likes, comments, anything you want to ask, suggestions, anything you think I should be doing, what I could be doing better, please let me know. I'm always open for um, new ideas. If y'all want to tune in, please leave your voice message. Get up with me. Uh, answer questions. So, what's good? This has been 4 Kelly, my version of the truth. I'm only episode two. Of the rehab at the end of this, y'all stay tuned. You can listen to their version, or you can listen to my version of the truth. The rehab, episode two, part one. Interior, day, Emmanuel's house. We see a preteen Emmanuel sitting in front of the window, doing homework, watching kids as they play outside. A preteen white girl named Sasha stops in front of the window and waves to Emmanuel, telling him to come out. Before Emmanuel had the chance to respond, his mother walks up and closes the curtain. Emmanuel's mom, you need to study. Emmanuel, mom, can I please go outside and play with the other kids? Emmanuel's mom, you don't have time to play. Emmanuel's mom bends over and grabs his face and places a kiss on his cheek. You're not like those other kids. You're better than them. You're 14 years old and you're headed to Harvard. You're special. And flashback. Interior, Mr. Roberts' office, day. We see Mr. Roberts shaking his head at Emmanuel as he holds up a sex doll 
made up of girl leggings, stuffed with cotton from a pillow, a t-shirt with a bra attached to it, and a mop tied to a balloon. Mr. Roberts, never in the 25 years of doing substance abuse have I ever seen anything like this. Mr. Roberts holds up the sex toy. You can see a hole in the front of the toy as well as the butt. Emmanuel holds his head down. Son, you only been here two days. Emmanuel, I know, Mr. Roberts, that's not mine. Who would do such a thing to me? Mr. Roberts flips the doll over and reveals the tramp stamp. Close up on the doll's tattoo. Sasha, Emmanuel's bitch, forever. We see Emmanuel's leaving the office, and Cresha is walking in. Mr. Roberts, sit down. Cresha sits down and tries to explain herself. Cresha sobbing. Mr. Roberts, I'm so sorry. Mr. Roberts, don't give me that sorry shit. That was that addiction coming out. That dope fiend behavior you've been trying to hide. Now he's peeking his head out. Well, ain't no room for that shit here. Cresha. I'm sorry, Mr. Roberts. It won't happen again. Mr. Roberts. I know it won't. Mr. Roberts picks up the phone and starts dialing. Because your ass is out. We see complete fear spread through Cresha's face. Cresha, Mr. Roberts, I'm facing three years if I don't finish. Mr. Roberts, you should have thought of that shit beforehand. Cresha, please, Mr. Roberts, I'll do anything. Mr. Roberts, covers the phone with one hand. Mr. Roberts, anything? Cresha, yes. Mr. Mr. Roberts, well... Come show me how much you want to stay in the rehab, baby. Mr. Roberts unbuckle his belt, and Krisha walks over behind the desk and gets on her knees. Flashback. Interior. Day. Emmanuel's house. We see Emmanuel sitting at the table upset while his mother is hovering over him yelling. His father is standing next to his mother, shaking his head. Emmanuel's mom. B+. Plus. How the fuck did you get a B plus? Emmanuel mom balls the paper up and throws it at Emmanuel, hitting him in the head. Emmanuel's dad, honey, is that called for, baby? Emmanuel sits with his head down, tears coming down his eyes. Emmanuel's mom, it's that whore he been spending all his study time with. Emmanuel, she's not a whore, mama. Emmanuel ball Emmanuel mom balls her fists up and attempts to hit him, but his father intervenes. Emmanuel mom, you go to your room right now. Emmanuel stands up. Emmanuel, I'm sixteen years old and you treat me like a kid. I'm in college. You can't do this to me, mama. Emmanuel's mom, go to your room. Emmanuel. No. Emmanuel's mom gasps for breath while Emmanuel grabs his coat and walks out the door. 
in flashback. Interior, Mr. Stanley office, day. We see Ron and his family having a family therapy session. Ron is playing with his daughter, Sarah. How's Ron coming along, Mr. Stanley? We see Mr. Stanley look over some notes. Ron, tell her, Mr. Stanley, I participate, do my work, and stay out of trouble. I should be ready to come home any day now, ain't I? Ron smiles at his wife, who gives him a slight grin back. Mr. Stanley looks at Sarah. Mr. Stanley, yes, I do see a lot of progress, Ron, but I don't think you're putting your all into this. Ron, now, what the fuck did that pose mean, bitch? Sarah, Ron, now calm down. Mr. Stanley, Ron, what I'm trying to say is, I think you are just faking it until you make it. Sarah, I knew this rehab mess was a whole crock of shit, Ron. Ron covers Lisa's ears. Ron, honey, in front of the baby? He turns his attention to Mr. Stanley. Now, you listen here, you online certified substance abuse some bitch, you. Mr. Stanley, Ron, there's no need to be disrespectful. I earned my degree. Ron, no, fuck that. Please tell me which one of your online classes covered the course of fucking mind reading. Are you a fucking sidekick? Mr. Stanley, Ron, this is your third time here. You do the same routine every time. Ron's eyes nearly pop out of his head. Ron, I am appalled. Sarah starts to gather her things. Sarah, we still have 30 minutes left in our visit, baby. Sarah, now, Ron, I can't do this match no more. I try calling myself making it for the family, but it's clear, Ron. Drugs are more important to you. You came to this rehab to get help, and your counselors say you ain't even trying to try, Ron. Ron, baby, please, I am trying. You can't believe a motherfucker with an online degree. Mr. Stanley, I resent that remark. My degree came from a prestigious online school. Ron, hey, man, you and that online degree can suck a dick, bitch. Mr. Stanley, session over, Ron. We see Sarah and Lisa exiting the room while Ron sits upset. Flashback. Exterior. Night. Park. We see Emmanuel and Sasha sitting on the swing talking. Sasha. So what are you going to do, Ron? I mean, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. I don't know. But I can't keep living like this. I have to beg my parents just to go outside. Sasha. The way they treat you, people would think you did some type of fuck up. Emmanuel. I know, right? We see Sasha go into her purse and pull out a white container. She spreads white substance on the back of her hand and sniffs it. Emmanuel looks.
Emmanuel. What's up? Sasha closes her eyes and begins to caress her breasts. Emmanuel gets excited. Sasha, it's Coke. Emmanuel, cocaine? Sasha, yeah. Sasha stares at Emmanuel seductively. Hey, Emmanuel, have you ever had some sex? Emmanuel's heart starts to beat rapidly. Emmanuel, in a broken voice, No, I haven't. Sasha takes another bunt. Sasha, you want some? Emmanuel eyes the drug. Emmanuel, No, I'm okay. Sasha, I see why you ain't having had no sex. You act like a little bitty boy. Emmanuel, No, I don't. Sasha, I'll fuck you if you take a hit with me. Emmanuel, Sure, okay. Sasha spreads the white line on her hand and puts it up to Emmanuel's nose. He sniffs the drug and feels pleasure spread through his body. Sasha smiles, gets up, walks towards Emmanuel, and begins kissing him. In flashback, interior, Cresha and Jessica room. We see Jessica and Cresha in their bed, sitting, on, sitting in the room. Jessica is staring at Cresha. She puts cigarettes, lotion, perfume, and money away in her purse. Jessica, when did you get a fucking visit? Cresha, roll her eyes. Mind your fucking business, you dumb prostitute. Jessica, at least I can own up to what I'm doing. You probably fucking Nick, bitch. That's prostitution as well. Cresha gets out of her bed and walks towards Jessica and muffs her in the face. Cresha, like I said, mind your business, you dumb bitch. Flashback. Exterior, night, trap house, porch. We see a young Cresha and her mother knocking on the door. Voice. Who is it? Cresha's mom. It's Cece. We hear deadbolts click, then the door swing open, revealing an older man in his late 20s. His attention immediately goes towards a young Cresha. Jason. Hey, little lady. Cresha cowers behind her mother. Cece. Leave my daughter alone. Jason. Bitch, who the fuck you talking to? Cece. I'm sorry. Jason. You got my damn money. CC. That's why I came. You know, the first is next week. And I want to get two more from you and I'll pay you double. I promise. Jason stares at Cresha with lust in his eyes. Cresha tries to avoid contact. Jason. Ain't no more credit. It's the end of the month, bitch. It's time to collect. CC. You know I'm good for it. Jason, we can work something out, you know. Cece, I got my baby with me. Jason, don't nobody want your dusty, crusty ass. Come in real quick. Let me holler at you. Cece and Jason walks into the house, leaving Cresha on the porch. 
Minutes later, Cece walks out on the porch and kneels down next to Cretia. Cece, I need you to do mommy a favor, baby. Cretia, what? We see Jason open the door and gives Cece several bags of crack. Cece, I need you to go into the room with the nice man and be a good girl for mommy and do what he say. In flashback. Interior. Mr. Roberts' office. Day. We see Mr. Roberts and a beautiful black woman talking. Tamika. I can't do this no more, William. Mr. Roberts. Tamika, please. I love you. Tamika. I can't tell how my friends got a new car, new jewelry, houses. Mr. Roberts. I just got you a Benz. Tamika scuffs. Yeah, this is 2016. It's 2018. Like I said, if you can't make me happy, little Pete said he could. Mr. Roberts. And who the fuck is little Pete? Tamika pulls out her phone and shows him a video on YouTube. Mr. Roberts sees a young man throwing money, surrounded by women in nice cars. He grabs her phone and throws it, shattering it against the wall. Tamika screams. Ah! Mr. Roberts. He don't love you like I do, baby. Tamika. My phone! Mr. Roberts. Fuck that iPhone 8. It's time to upgrade my bitch to the iPhone 10. Tamika, ooh, Big Willie, what else? Mr. Robert, something new to slide in. Fuck, like 2022. Let's go see if they got something like that. We see Tamika smiles and walks up to Mr. Roberts and places multiple kisses on his face. Cut to interior, rehab lobby. We see three teenagers at the desk talking to Nick. The conversation is getting very heated. Nick. I'm sorry, gentlemen. It's against the law for me to provide information about our clients. Nasty. Hey, nigga. All we want to know if the motherfucker is here, G. Nick. I can't tell you that. Larry. Hey, Nasty B. I ain't finna be talking to this nigga, man. I'm finna walk through this bitch and find this bitch. Cut to interior. Day, Mike and Kay room. Mike and Kay are playing cards when Ron comes bursting through the door. Mike, damn nigga, do you have a fucking knock? Ron, hey man, there's three not too friendly looking gentlemen out there asking about you. Mike stands up. Oh shit, oh shit. Kay, what up dog? We see Mike go under his bed and grab a gun. Ron and Kay's eyes nearly pop out their head. Ron. Oh, man. Who the fuck brings a gun to the rehab? Mike. Me, nigga. A nigga who got motherfuckers looking for you. I told my bitch I had probation officer. I can't be on this side of town. Ron. Well, you're in luck because it looks like Nick is doing his job for once. He didn't say you was here. Kay walks towards the window and see three men approaching. Kay, get down, nigga. Hide. 
Mike ducks under the bed as soon as Nasty and his friend walks towards their window. Nasty friends, Kay and Ron, have a stare down. Kay. May I help you, motherfucker? Nasty. Yo, bitch, you better watch your motherfucking mouth, nigga. Ron. Hey, now, fellas. No need for the animosity, gentlemen. We just some good old drug addicts trying to get clean. By the way, you got some drugs you want to sell? Nasty and his crew peeks in the window, looks around, then walks off. End of episode two, part one. Catch episode two, part two, later on tonight. Everybody, you guys have a good day. Join in. It's time for my version of the truth. Let's get it.